Letter six of Letters on England by Voltaire, edited by Henry Morley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith. Letters on England by Voltaire. Letter six on the Presbyterians. The Church of England is confined almost to the kingdom whence it received its name, and to Ireland, for Presbyterianism is the established religion in Scotland. This Presbyterianism is directly the same with Calvinism as it was established in France, and is now professed at Geneva. As the priests of this sect receive but very inconsiderable stipends from their churches, and consequently cannot emulate the splendid luxury of bishops, they exclaim very naturally against the honours which they can never attain to. Figure to yourself the haughty Diogenes trampling underfoot the pride of Plato. The Scotch Presbyterians are not very unlike that proud though tattered reasoner. Diogenes did not use Alexander half so impertinently as these treated King Charles the Second, for when they took up arms in his cause in opposition to Oliver, who had deceived them, they forced that poor monarch to undergo the hearing of three or four sermons every day, who did not suffer him to play, reduced him to a state of penitence and mortification so that Charles soon grew sick of these pedants, and accordingly eloped from them with as much joy as a youth does from school. A Church of England minister appears as another Cato in presence of a juvenile, sprightly French graduate, who bores for a whole morning together in the divinity schools, and hums a song in chorus with ladies in the evening. But this Cato is a very spark when before a Scotch Presbyterian. The latter affects a serious gait, puts on a sour look, wears a vastly broad-brimmed hat and a long cloak over a very short coat, preaches through the nose, and gives the name of the whore of Babylon to all churches where the ministers are so fortunate as to enjoy an annual revenue of five or six thousand pounds, and where the people are weak enough to suffer this and to give them the titles of my lord, your lordship, or your eminence. These gentlemen, who have also some churches in England, introduced there the mode of grave and severe exhortations. To them is owing the sanctification of Sunday in the three kingdoms. People are there forbidden to work or take any recreation on that day in which the severity is twice as great as that of the Romish church. No operas, plays or concerts are allowed in London on Sundays, and even cards are so expressly forbidden that none but persons of quality and those we call the genteel play on that day. The rest of the nation go either to church, to the tavern, or to see their mistresses. Though the Episcopal and Presbyterian sects are the two prevailing ones in Great Britain, yet all others are very welcome to come and settle in it, and live very sociably together, though most of their preachers hate one another almost as cordially as a Jansenist damns a Jesuit. 
Take a view of the Royal Exchange in London, a place more venerable than many courts of justice, where the representatives of all nations meet for the benefit of mankind. There, the Jew, the Mohammedan, and the Christian transact together as though they all profess the same religion and give the name of infidel to none but bankrupts. There, the Presbyterian confines in the Anabaptist, and the churchman depends on the Quaker's word. If one religion only were allowed in England, the government would very possibly become arbitrary. If there were but two, the people would cut one another's throats. But as there are such a multitude, they all live happy and in peace. End of letter six. Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith.